Heads up, if you're Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander, you should be aware that this trailer contains the voices and names of deceased persons. It's been too long, far too long. There shall be a treaty negotiated between the Aboriginal people and the government on behalf of all the people of Australia. If there's a media in the crowd, please make it right. Bob Hawke signed the Barunga Statement, but it was never brought before the Parliament. It now gives me great pleasure to introduce the Prime Minister of Australia, Mr Paul Keating. It was significant because I think it was the first time you had such a senior political leader telling the truth about Australia's history. The problem starts with us, the non-Aboriginal Australians. It begins, I think, with an act of recognition. Recognition that it was we who did the dispossessing. We took the traditional lands and smashed the traditional way of life. You get tired. It makes you so heart sore. Even during a pandemic, we need to make our voices heard. Family members of Dongadi man David Dungay are drawing direct parallels with the death of George Floyd at the hands of the Minneapolis police. My son David Jr. was pushed down into the ground by heavy officers. David cried out, I can't breathe. They were charged straight away and look at us. We're still standing there trying to get justice for my brother. Five years later. The media is driven to crisis. The media is driven to conflict. The media doesn't see its role in being there to advocate for Aboriginal political aspirations. Yama, my name is Heidi Norman. I was born and grew up on the wooded plains of Western Sydney, where we lived along South Creek on the northwest flank of the city. My mum, my grandmother, great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother and so on for thousands of generations were born to the grasslands plains country of northwestern New South Wales. And that, in part, is what brings me to do the work that I do. I'm a professor at the University of Technology, Sydney. In my job, I get to think about questions of power in relation to Aboriginal citizens, the state and settler society, and Aboriginal land justice. This means I am often thinking about how we encounter and face the history and the legacy of settler colonialism. Lately, it feels like there's been an awakening in the world, an awakening about our shared responsibility to the land, water and animals, and to one another. And so I wanted to use this moment to talk to you, because this is the beginning of a conversation that is long overdue. Ever since Captain James Cook took possession of the continent known as Australia, the interests of settlers have dominated media coverage, and especially as they relate to Aboriginal views and voices. My colleagues and I analysed 45 years of print media reporting of Aboriginal initiatives for self-determination, and we found that the media has systematically and substantially failed, if not undermined and denied, Aboriginal aspirations for self-determination. Starting with the Larrakia Petition of 1972, a founding document for the National Land Rights Movement, all the way up to the 2017 Uluru Statement from the Heart, a statement which calls for voice, treaty and truth-telling about our history. We seek constitutional reforms to empower our people and take a rightful place in our own country. When looking at these moments, we asked, how did the press frame these stories? And how have they reported the actions of Aboriginal activists, advocates and communities? 
We found without a doubt a deficit discourse, a point of view that Indigenous people start from a place of failure. This narrative is damaging, it's wrong and it needs to change. A shift needs to be made to create accurate and unbiased reporting about Aboriginal people with Aboriginal people. We know that bad reporting can lead to bad policy, which can adversely affect the lives of First Nations peoples in this country. Mainstream media would never understand because they don't put themselves into a story as we do, because we live this stuff. We go home to our families and we have the same things happening. Is there cause for cautious optimism? I think so. The young on both sides are the hope for the future, but off the backs and off the shoulders of the giants of the Indigenous voices of the past. past. Listening to the voices of Aboriginal people is work that white fellas need to do. They need to come and find us. They need to listen carefully and stop talking for long enough to understand that when you say things like, why weren't we told? You were told. You have been told. We're telling you. We've been telling you for decades. Black Stories Matter, a podcast where we hold five groundbreaking conversations to face the history and the legacy of settler colonialism. These conversations are inspired by the book Does the Media Fail Aboriginal Political Aspirations? by myself, Amy Thomas, along with my colleagues Heidi Norman and Andrew Yakubovich from the Faculty of Arts and Social Sciences at the University of Technology, Sydney. It's time to start a new narrative about Aboriginal people with Aboriginal people, because black stories matter. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.